Well, hello, boys and girls, and welcome back to this, another episode of the Listen Boys and Girls podcast. It's me, Donna Gales, your host for this experience, and I'm glad that you decided to come back. For those of you who are joining for the first time, I'd just like to say thank you for spending this time with me. We are in the midst of a 26-week conversation about the building blocks of being. And this week, we have Wisdom Wednesday, focusing on the power and the value of being quiet. Normally, we have two podcasts per week, one, the Monday Message Moment, and Wednesday, the Wisdom Wednesday. But this week, we actually only had one episode, and that is because it was an object lesson that it's okay to sometimes just be quiet. So Monday, I didn't do a podcast. It was just my way of acknowledging that there is value in sometimes just being quiet. It doesn't matter if you are in a business setting, a personal setting, family setting, it doesn't matter. There are times where it is more valuable to be quiet. You know, our instruction from um, a biblical standpoint for those that use that as a guide, as I do, it allows us to know that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It also lets us know in a different context that the heart is deceitful and exceedingly wicked. Sometimes we don't even know what's in there. And that is one of the reasons I think that there is power in being quiet. I can only speak from my own experiences and I do that in order to share that Some experiences are not exclusive to just one person. In fact, most experiences are not exclusive to one person. We tend to experience a number of things that are categoric of our external and internal implications of our experiences. And because I speak for myself, I don't propose that everyone has the same experiences, but I do share because I understand that some people do have very similar experiences. And oftentimes you need to understand that you're not alone. So I like to always say, for those who are joining the conversation, that I am not a mental health professional. However, I do advocate and do wholeheartedly support the um, the services that are available through professional counseling. I think it's important to always have the option to have an objective ear that can support your goals of being a better person. And so with that, I just say, you know, I, I don't give advice. I'm not looking to do that, but I do share my experiences so that those who can benefit from the information that's shared is it's actually there. You know, um, I, I often say I offer you the opportunity to sift through 
my bag of experience, grab what you can use, leave what you have no use for, and understand that someone else may have the value for what you didn't have value for. And that's okay. You know, with that being the case, I'd like to just say I've learned in my own personal experiences that being quiet is very helpful. Sometimes we have an emotional process that pushes us to want to express ourselves, to be heard, to be justified, to be uh, validated, to be um, just just able to stick your claim out there. You know what I mean? To, to say, you know what? This is happening. This is what I feel. This is where I stand. And sometimes that is more... been said that we exist in a culture of entitlement. I'm entitled to my opinion and I have the right to express it however I want. No one will argue with that. Well, the same could be said of social media. How often do we post things, reply to and argue with things and people and comment threads where we really have no business being there? Or just post our meals on Instagram just to feed our insatiable desire to say something. Now, I'm not going to get into whether or not you should post this or that. We we all can say that we've been guilty of just posting just because, just to have something to do. But that isn't always the best option, although it's always an option. You know, we we have the ability to instantaneously broadcast to whomever will listen, whatever we're doing, whatever we're thinking. And sometimes those thoughts aren't processed in a way that's fruitful or helpful or even healthy. And we don't always give the time that we need to give our thoughts to ensure that the outcome is the most productive. And that's where the space of being quiet is valuable because sometimes, myself included, I've been very guilty of knee-jerk responses and those have never, ever been beneficial in my experience. Oftentimes we um, emotionally respond to things and cause more harm than good. And so when we look at that in the context of what we want from our experiences, what we want to offer, what we want to receive, we have to know that silence plays a huge part in being able to give a lot of value to what we experience overall. Many times people really want to engage positively with others, but an emotional response can really thwart that. It can cause a disconnect because everything that we feel is not necessarily true. You know, feelings can be flighty. You know, you can have an emotional response to stimuli that does not offer you what you need in in the moment. However, it's offered nonetheless. And so we have to be wise and prudent in our experiences that we're being responsible not just with our thoughts, but with our words and being quiet sometimes 
or as some may even say, biting their tongue, would allow a different opportunity, would allow more time to actually put space between the emotion and the expression. You know, there is magic in silence. And and again, just being quiet, it really truly is a reservoir of great power and beauty and intrigue and creativity. But we talk so much. Again, we just think so much and our lives are so cluttered with noise. It's underrated, the silence. And as a culture, we drastically underestimate the peace and the power that comes from just being quiet. Plato once wrote, a wise person speaks because he or she has something to say, and a fool speaks because he or she has to say something. How often do we just speak because we just have to say something? Because we're just not comfortable with silence. You know, I thought about that in the context of a conversation I was having with a friend, and I asked if they had ever thought about the fact that their responses almost always are negative. And they hadn't. They had not perceived that to be true of themselves. And I just offered the observation that instead of having an opposing thought every time something comes up, just not articulate what what you're thinking, especially if it doesn't add to the conversation, if it doesn't add value to um, the exchange, you know, sometimes, and, and again, you see it very often in social media, where there will be individuals who don't know each other, who only casually and virtually interact, where there will be a topic. And while these individuals may not be closely acquainted, some will choose to offer negative commentary just because it's an opposing view, just to have something to say. You know, of course, many people will (laughs) advocate for the power of scrolling past. And I, again, I've been in a number of social media groups and things of that nature, and it's definitely something that many people um, choose not to do. They don't. They don't choose to be quiet. You know, every post, every comment, every thought doesn't need a response. But there are some who have to respond to everything, who have to be the um, antagonist, who have to be the one to say something. And we we don't have to be that person. You know, um, we, we again have this feeling that we can just say anything at any time, any way, it doesn't matter. And while that could be true and expressing ourselves in that way might strengthen our egos by making us feel important or special or intelligent or, or just good in that moment, in the end, it actually diminishes our power to a great degree because when you're always speaking without giving any um, filtering, without giving 
any uh, thought to what's being offered without being responsible with what you say. People will often understand that it's just noisy clattering, you know, and that's not that that's not what anyone wants when they're speaking. I don't think anyone sets out for uh, the perception to be that they're just, you know, clanging about and <laughs> having nothing to say, but always offering something to say. The truth is that everything matters. It matters what we say. It matters how we say it, why we're saying it, when we're saying it, to whom we're saying it. And, you know, we are not as conscious at times that there's a lot that's being said in what you don't say. You know, oftentimes we have experiences that I believe are divinely, you know, orchestrated to show us things that are for our benefit alone. I think sometimes we are in experiences that share with us revelation, knowledge, things that we need to know, but we miss the opportunity to just embrace what we're being shown and use it for ourselves because we have to tell somebody we have to share it we have to um prove something and that is what I wanted to make sure someone myself included walked away from this conversation understanding you have nothing to prove to anyone you are created with purpose and value and aligned with that purpose and value are thoughts and experiences that will prove productive in and of themselves. You don't have to always um, show and prove. You don't always have to express verbally what your value is. You know, again, there's there's nothing wrong with, with being on social media. There's nothing wrong with having dialogue. There's nothing wrong with uh, engaging in conversations. But, you know, honestly, many of us, myself included, have been addicted to um, the instant response and things like that because maybe we never took the time to discover that there's immense power in silence and in being a little bit more reserved. A lot of times when you're always trying to prove, it's it's an issue that you don't value yourself in some places. And again, I can only speak for myself. This is a journey for me and not only self-love, but worth and things of that nature. And understanding that who you are is going to speak without words. And the words that you choose to allow um, to leave your mouth and pierce the silence and permeate other people's experience are important and how we choose those things we we have to consider and we also have to consider in the process of all of that that there's power in just being quiet being observant being introspective and allowing what you see to be noted, observed, not necessarily absorbed, but to to allow everything to have its space, including the silence. 
you know, a lot of times we'll notice that there's conversation that's intended to bring about a particular end. And we have to know that everything that we lend our voices to makes a difference. You know, maybe that's why you'll find some of the most genuinely authentic and powerful people tend to be a little bit on the reserve side. It's been said that um, that's why in, in Native American culture, the chief would rarely speak because they tend to radiate a calm and quiet confidence and knowledge and understanding beyond um, what's spoken. Silence is also a great source of creativity, as many artists and scientists have discovered. Silence is also where we find the answers to problems that find us, rather than trying to force ourselves to find an answer. That's why Einstein, when he was feeling stuck, would work on a difficult problem. He would often start playing the violin. It gave him the space his mind needed and the silence that allowed solutions to come out of it. For myself, when I am most quiet, I'm most productive. And so I'm learning in my process about myself. And I'm sharing with those who may not have uh, come to the understanding that I have. And that's okay. We were all on a journey at different places in that process because I didn't know to today what I what I uh, what I didn't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't know what we don't know. There are things I know today that I did not know six months ago and so on. You know, we, we are learning as we're growing and as we're processing and maybe somebody else just needed to know today. It's okay to not respond to everything. It's okay to see something and recognize that your path has to change as a result of what you've seen, not to go off on a tangent about it, not to, you know, tell the person, Oh, I know, I know this. And I know that sometimes you're just intended to know so that you can make a better decision for yourself. Not everything needs engagement. Not everything needs acknowledgement. Sometimes things just need quiet. Sometimes things just need calm. Sometimes things just need application and the response that you've moved on in a different direction. It's very, very comforting to know that you've reserved your conversation for meaningful matters and you didn't have to engage in anything that minimized the power of the words that you actually choose to share. So that's all that I have for today. It's just very um, practical advice. Just sometimes choose to be quiet because it is a choice and there is power in choices. With that being said, remember, remember to use your choice to vote, your right to vote, your opportunity to vote. Let your voice make a difference. Please, please, please take the opportunity to vote. And as we move forward from this process, remember, if you listen, boys and girls, it just might change your world. Thank you for your time and attention. Until next week, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.